Hello and welcome to the new season, season two of Sporting for His Glory. Honestly, it's so amazing to be back and I have such a great guest on today. Like I'm just so excited for our conversation. Today's guest is Eugene Amodadzi. Thank you so much, Eugene, for being on today. It's just so amazing to have you on and I'm so excited to chat to you. So here's the introduction of our guest. My guest today is Eugene, and he's a British sprinter. In 2018, at the age of 26, he took up athletics. In 2019, Eugene competed at the British Championships for the first time, and only four years later, he won bronze over the 60 metres at the 2023 British Indoor Athletics Championships and over the 100 metres at the 2023 British Athletics Championships. In 2023, he also clocked 9.93 seconds over the 100 metres in Graz, Austria, going sub 10 seconds for the first time. Eugene was selected to represent Great Britain at the World Championships in Budapest and reached the semi-finals over the 100 metres. Away from the track, Eugene is a chartered accountant and is also known as the world's fastest accountant, which is pretty cool. I'm sure we'll get onto that. I'm excited to find out so much more about that as well. And thank you so much, Eugene, for joining us on the podcast. Wow, what an intro. Thank you so much. And just hearing some of the the, the stats, is sometimes it's easy to forget forget certain moments of the journey. So no, that, that was a great intro. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, thank you so much um, for your time. And I just wanted to start off with your sporting journey because when I was doing some research, I found out about that race that you did when you were in year four, I think it was. And um, that was like a year six guy who was like the fastest um, of yeah. the school and you beat him. And I know that was a key moment in your journey. So tell us a bit about that. Yeah, I mean, look, when when you're young, like, I don't know what it is about, you know, running, but when you're young, it's just about who's the fastest. Um, so the primary school that I went to in Walthamstow, um, Catholic school, St. Patrick's, it was just, yeah, I think one one random day in the playground, seeing the older kids racing and just wandering over and saying, okay, cool, look, can I can I race too? Um, and yeah, getting the better of the supposed fastest guy in the school. Um, and then I began, I, and so from that day onwards, I was known as the fastest guy in the school, uh, which was a sort of really cool thing because I feel like at that age, that's all that really matters. Who was the best at football? And who could run the fastest. Um, so that was kind of like, I'd say, one of my earliest memories, I guess, from sort of running. I wouldn't say athletics per se, because that's just a playground race. But yeah, that's probably one of my earliest memories in terms of like running. Yeah, that's really amazing. And like, how did that, so from that moment, how did you get from there to where you are now? Like, what are some of those highlights that really got you to that point of, yeah, like doing sport as you are now on the biggest stage? I think um back then, like, and to be honest, it's the same mindset I have now, but I very much saw it as just something that was fun, something I enjoyed doing. So at the time, you know, you got your friends telling you, you've got teachers telling you, you know, you're really talented, you should join an athletics club. They're telling my parents the same thing. And, you know, I had teachers saying, you know, you're going to go to the London Olympics and stuff like that. And I guess it didn't really sink in or it didn't really like hit home I think for me running or, or athletics was just something that I thought was fun and I enjoyed doing so I didn't really ever view it as something that I could do professionally or something that I could do on any sort of sort of major level at all and I had that same mindset until I turned 26 um, so I never literally did any form of athletics like I mean I ran for my school so I ran in primary school and I ran in secondary school 
but I didn't like I never joined an athletics club didn't do any formal training for it I was literally just running off the talent I guess that God placed inside me and yeah literally up until 26 that's the same mindset I had I used to watch athletics on TV I watched the London 2012 Olympics on TV and it was just one of those things oh yeah if I if I tried I could have done it and that's the mindset that I had literally for the longest and I you know you have to thank God for good friends um, you know, God will put certain people around you and in your life for mm. a reason. And I certainly have to say that, you know, a really good friend of mine and a lot of my really good friends actually always in my ear constantly. If mm. we had your talent, what we could have done with it. And it's it's why I always talk about um, one of my favorite parables, which for me, that kind of like it, it, it encompasses my journey so perfectly that mm. like I always have to share it. And it's um, the parable of the talents. I think it's Matthew 25. Um, and I feel like I was the one that he gave the one talent to and he just buried it. But what was worse is that I I wasn't aware that I had buried this talent. I think, um, I, I was just sort of going through life and chasing a career and, you know, getting married and having children and then buying a house and doing all the things that you gotta do because that's what supposedly life's about. But I truly believe that life's about a lot more than that. And you 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 do find a great deal of purpose, I guess, in in the talents God's given you. And the one thing I love about that parable is it talks about obviously one of them I think got five talents, another yeah. one got two, and it's that each according to their ability. So that tells me that okay, what God has given me, He's given me exactly what I need, sort of for the life that He wants me to lead. And once I realized that, and I guess started embracing that and living in that interesting things has happened so yeah that's a kind of short version of how I got from just having fun in the playground to um the world championships in Budapest yeah that's so amazing I love how you spoke about the the parable of the talents as well I think it's so important for us to realize yeah that God's given us gifts and it's about using those like you said it's about really making the most of the gifts that God's given us so yeah that's that's really amazing and also in your sport you know you talk about your faith quite a lot you always give glory to God you know I've watched you in your interviews and I know that's so important for you so like how do you um, navigate that is it something that comes quite easily to you or yeah like how does it feel to really use that platform and share your faith on that platform have yeah look I think like for me just like my salvation it's a gift Mm. it's not something that I had to work for the Bible says that um whoever believes that he sent his son to die for us will be saved um and I think the same way like with my flex and the gift he's given me I'm there sort of trying to enjoy it and so it almost comes natural to then thank the person that gave me the gift. So when I'm in front of a camera, you know, if I'm with a reporter, whoever it may be, the way I see it, I'm just sharing my truth. I'm just sharing the truth of what God has done in my life. And I used to be one of those Christians, especially when I first, um, when I first accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I think, I don't know what it was that stopped me. But I don't know whether I was scared of being labeled like a Bible basher or or like being perceived like a certain way. I wasn't as confident talking about my faith. But I always say to people, people ask me all the time, like, you know, how do you talk about your faith so so easily? And I'm like, you know what it is? If somebody was to come and I'm I'm a big football fan, I support Arsenal. So if someone was to come and ask me about Arsenal, I'm not going to 
worry about if he's interested in football, if, if he even supports Arsenal, I'm just going to speak freely. And that's the same kind of mindset that I have towards speaking about my faith, because it's not like my faith isn't just something that I kind of do. It's literally like in intertwined with like who I am. So it's, it's like me just, I'm just talking about myself kind of thing. So yeah, it, it very much is something I think the Holy Spirit has definitely helped me in terms of being able to just articulate it in that way. And I think I always say to people like real is relatable. So I try and be like as authentic as I can and speak about it. Not from like, of course, I will always try and bring scripture and bring truth, but I like to sort of frame it in like just, you know, how I'm living out my life. And hopefully that some somewhere in there, somebody hears something that they can t- relate to and, and touches them. And and then, yeah, you know, I leave the work of changing people's hearts to my Lord and Saviour. I, I, it's just my job to just share it. So, yeah, no, I think an element of it has definitely started to come naturally. And I, I'm less and less concerned about what people may or may not think about what I'm saying. Yeah, I love what you said. Yeah, it becomes natural, doesn't it? And yeah, it's about yeah, it being like that. And it's not something that we need to like overthink, but it's something that just flows out of you that, that thankfulness, that gratitude um, in terms of where God's got you. And yeah, I think that's so important. Like you're saying that, yeah, it's just something that we shouldn't be afraid of. We shouldn't feel pressure about it. And like you said, really, when it comes to salvation, that's God's job. Yeah. We're not like trying to save anyone. We can't save anyone, you know? So yeah. That's really good. Yeah, amazing. And also there was a post I saw actually on your Instagram where you were talking about duality and that sense, you know, of you being an athlete, but also being an accountant. And it also made me reflect on the multifaceted nature of God, you know, and we think about who God is, how he's like got so many attributes, you know, perfect in lots of different ways, like grace. And we talk about, um, you know, the mercy of God and different attributes. And I was thinking about how as Christians, we're also called to be multifaceted you know that God's given us many gifts that we've got many attributes and I just thought when I was thinking about your story I just think it's amazing how yeah you're not just in the box of being an athlete you're so much more than that so I was just wondering like how do you navigate that you know knowing that you're talented in so many different um areas oh thank you for saying that yeah look we we give God glory we give God thanks I think um uh, one of the things that one of the scriptures again that kind of really always encourages me is that it says with man these things are impossible but with God all things are possible and like you said I feel like obviously God's given me a level of of gifting in different areas so I try to celebrate it as much as I can um so when I'm you know at work the mindset I have in all these different spaces is okay God is my so obviously I've got a finance director and, and, and I've got a coach and whatever but like it's like how would I behave if I have to report back to God at the end of my working day or how will I behave if after a rep at training I then need to debrief with with God kind of thing so I I think in all of those different spaces as busy as life can get and, and all those kind of things I try and see it as it's just God's given me multiple opportunities to reach people you know he's created us to be relational God himself is a relational being you know you have God the Father God the Son and God the Holy Spirit, you know, and they have relationship within that Trinity themselves. Um, and not to get too super too, super technical on on and you know and and deep on that one, but yeah, I feel like God's created us all to be relational. You know, He, he made Adam, brought all the animals, and then He made Eve. So I feel like He wants us to be the same. So I very much look at all these different avenues that I operate in as just opportunities to reach different people. So I've been able to 
kind of speak to people in like the corporate space and share my faith. And then I've been able to be kind of in the elite sports space and kind of share my faith on that side of things as well. So it's, yes, it's, it's a very interesting, um, interesting journey that I'm on in, in that regard. But yeah, I definitely sort of embrace it and yeah, just keep asking God to, to open up more opportunities for me to talk about him essentially. Yeah, that's amazing. And I know you've also spoken about some of the challenges, for example, that you faced, you know, like let's say in sport in terms of like injury as well. And I was just wondering, like, how does your faith, how has your faith, you know, supported you through that and other challenges? So I've spoken to a couple of different athletes, Christian athletes, and I know that can be a really challenging time. So yeah, how has God supported you and what has God taught you through some of those challenges of sport? Yeah, I think it's the teaching part that you just mentioned. That's that's the biggest part, I think. Um, probably like everyone the, the when you initially get an injury it's like it's the most devastating thing um, and I guess in that moment sometimes I can't see that sort of bigger picture of Lord it's your will and not mine it's your timing and not mine in that very moment it's no it's painful it's it's, it's hard I'm, and I'm struggling it's tough but the fact that I have my faith like I think about like I I, I keep certain scriptures on my phone in like the notes app and I call it my sword because you know it's, wow. it's our one offensive weapon and Love that. I just put different um different scriptures in there so I have scriptures for encouragement anxiety healing whatever and I keep building that up over time um and then when I'm in that moment where I need encouragement for one of those things I can just jump into my sword and and see what weapons I have to kind of fight against the situation I'm in so I think for me it's like in those instances where I get injured I very much see it as God uh testing me and James says that we can we should consider it joy I know it doesn't feel joyful when we're injured um but I try to be like okay cool if this has happened God's trying to get my intention for one reason or another Mm -hmm. so let me not miss that so after I've had my little cry and my throwing my toys out of prime and being annoyed then I kind of bring myself to that place and I think over time I've matured in how I respond to those tests and I very much see injuries and setbacks as an opportunity to improve in other areas, but also, I guess, go deeper with God. God's trying to get my attention for a reason. And when I get injured, I have no option but to cry out to him more. And in crying out to him more, I'm deepening my relationship with him. I'm in my word more, trying to find scriptures to encourage myself. So I feel like even him putting me through that is him drawing me nearer to him. Um, and ultimately, I will be uh, a better man um human being husband father for it so that's kind of the mindset i think over time it's definitely matured and I, I pray that i will continue to mature in that in that way but yeah for sure um injuries can be frustrating but yeah i choose to try and see see yeah what god is teaching me yeah that's really good and i know how it also says in the bible about how yeah times of suffering they also build our character don't they you yeah. know and they support us in different ways. So, yeah, I think it's really great what you're saying around those challenges, bringing you closer to God. And, yeah, it's interesting how tough times make us realise, don't they, like how dependent we are on God. It's like you realise yeah. that who is the person that you go to, isn't it, in those times, like you said, and yeah. you realise just how essential that relationship with God is. So, yeah, that's really good. And you spoke about the Bible as well. And I was going to ask you, are there any particular verses that, that support you you know through like everything that you do in sport and um outside of sport yeah there's a, there's one that's in my instagram bio that's um from colossians mm-hmm. 317 and it's it speaks about for your glory and there's one worship so i don't know if you're familiar you probably are familiar with it 
um i can't i can't remember which artist is you know the ones for your glory i'll do anything just yeah. to see you um yeah so i think that's one scripture that really sticks with me and another one's in proverbs um which you'll probably be familiar with as well um which says in in all your ways acknowledge him um and he will direct your paths mm. so there's a and there's a sort of theme there in that like especially with sport it's easy to get and I'm, I tell my, I have to tell myself this all the time and sort of have that honest conversation with God about my own motives, because it's easy to get swept up in your own ambition. Yeah. But it's like always like asking the Holy Spirit and asking God to be like, help me to prioritize your will and the pursuit of your kingdom over all of these things. Because I know when I do that, you will decide, like you will work that out, you know, the best like for the best for, for my for my benefit you know how you see fit but let me first seek you and and that's always what I'm having to to kind of battle with is like you know I have these desires which God knows I have and ultimately God is the one who's given me these 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 this 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 talent and the passions and desires so I don't look at them as inherently wrong but what I don't want to do is place them above God or like put them in a position whereby I'm like I'm so on like you know achieving and yeah running this time and going to this champs that I'm not prioritizing my relationship with him and I and this is a constant thing this is a day this is a daily a daily battle um you know but look God knows my heart and I truly do desire a relationship with him above everything else so it's just yeah just trying to find the balance because again I do believe that you know the Bible talks about again another one I really like is God is able to do abundantly and exceedingly above all that we ask and and can even imagine through you know the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus so I remember scriptures like that but what I don't want to do is kind of like you know that prosperity gospel like yeah you, know, you just take them scriptures and just that just means man's gonna I'm gonna be rich I'm gonna be the fastest guy in the world I'm gonna be this I'm gonna win gold medals all of those things may happen right God may choose to bless me in that way but that shouldn't be my motivation so I got a, I got a heart check myself literally all the time because it's hard sometimes you just get swept into the swept into the source so to speak yeah that's really good and I think that ties into humility isn't it yeah it's that sense of always just having that dependence on God and recognizing that yeah like God's the one who exalts us and like yeah we have goals we have dreams but we're always being led by his will and his um, plan for our lives so yeah yeah amazing and in terms of like other Christian athletes who might be listening right now like what advice or encouragement would you um give them I'd say that um god has given you a talent for a reason and he he wants us to enjoy it like he's he doesn't he don't give you this talent and he wants you like he i truly believe that god has given you these talents because he wants you to use them to glorify him but he want he literally wants you to enjoy them because like salvation it's a free gift mm-hmm. just like he sent jesus to die for us that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life these talents and things he's placed inside us they're also a gift we didn't have to work for it there's nothing we can do to get it he just in his own goodness and mercy and love gave it to us so with that in mind i just want to encourage any christians and non-christians listening um because god loves you too um to, to yeah just have just be able to step out in faith knowing that you've got this father that's giving you this talent and he wants to see you thrive because I truly believe when you do that, there's just kind of like a light around you. Um, when people see you just enjoying 
you know, the talent, you know, and like I said, again, coming back to the parable and he sees the one that he gave five, who's been able to get five more. And it's like, well done. And he goes to the one who had two and he's been able to get two more. And it's like, well done. And then it's like the reaction. That's what always hits me. It's the reaction to the one that had one and buried it. It's like, wow, like you knew I was harsh and you couldn't even put it in a bank for, to get interest. So it's like, that's telling me that God doesn't want us to bury the things he's placed inside us. He wants us to go out there and exercise them and use them, trust in that he's given us exactly what we need for the, for the situations and circumstances we may face. And that will please him. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just a message of encouragement to my fellow brothers and sisters, man. Let's keep pushing for Christ. Um, yeah, let's keep pushing for Christ. Yeah, that's really great. And how you emphasize joy there, isn't it? It's true that God is pleased when we use those gifts. And even thinking about worship and how worship isn't just, you know, singing songs, singing but actually songs. even when, yeah, like even when we're training, even when we're competing, like that's worship and, and God's really pleased with that. So yeah, I love how you put that. And it's so important. And even it made me remember a quote, I think it's C.S. Lewis who said like joy is like the serious business of heaven you know mm. actually that yeah like we can enjoy like God's given us our bodies you know for his glory and yeah. as it says even in the word how we're living sacrifices and yeah it's just great that we can do sport in joy so yeah that's fabulous thank you so much and before we go um, I was just wondering if you would close us in prayer just anything that's on your heart uh, to pray mm. for our listeners whoever um, they are Okay, that's good. I like that. Okay. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for um Carrie and I thank you for, you know, the seed you've planted in her heart to create such a platform, Lord God, where people who are in sport of oh, Father God, she's called it sporting for your glory, sporting for glory, Lord, to to be able to share that which you're doing in their lives, you know, through the world of sport. And I just pray, oh, Father, Lord God, for anybody who may be listening to this and, and whatever forum they're listening to this, oh, Father God, that you will touch their hearts in such a way um, that you will give them encouragement, oh, Father, Lord God, in whatever season that they may be in. Um, you know, in sport, sometimes we often go through injuries or setbacks. So I pray, you know, if there's anybody going through such a time, Father, Lord God, that this will be a source of encouragement to them, oh, Father, Lord God, that your time is the best time. Lord, your word says there's a season for everything. So I pray, oh Lord God, as they're in a season now of, of sowing, Lord God, that you will just encourage them and, and, and bless them with a season to reap, oh Father, Lord God. And I just want to thank you, Father, for uh, a fruitful conversation now, Father, Lord God. And I pray, Lord, that you will continue to work through Kara as well through this, this podcast she's doing, um, that it will reach greater and greater listeners. Um, and I pray, Father, Lord God, that you will continue to encourage myself and 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 fellow believers oh lord god in in being authentically ourselves and and sharing oh father lord god that which you're doing in our lives father we thank you and we ask that you hear our prayer in the name of your precious son jesus christ amen amen thank you so much eugene that's just so oh, encouraging Oh, thank you. And I'm sure there's so many people who have listened and they're really encouraged. And yeah, and for you as well, you know, just keep going. You know, you are a huge light in athletics and it's just been so encouraging to actually just follow you and, and watch that journey unfold. And yeah, just to see you glorify God and just, yeah, you you do. You just shine for him in, in oh, your sport. You. So yeah, keep going. I'm sure everyone listening is rooting for you. So just before we go, what's next? What should people be looking out for? um so obviously big year obviously olympic year um so i think my season god willing will first get underway uh world relays 
um, in uh, eight, no, beginning of May um, in Bahamas. So that's probably the first, God willing, the first thing up. And yeah, God willing, we'll qualify for the Olympics from there. And then I'll probably kick off my own individual season shortly after that. And and that will be individual pursuit of, of making Paris. But yeah, beyond all of that, you know, just, yeah, continue glorifying God and, and have fun. Oh, fabulous. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening. It's so great to be back. And I really hope you were just blessed and encouraged by that conversation. And I'll see you real soon on the next episode. Bye.